Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach and practicing attorney, Laura Kelly. Today, I'd like to talk about authenticity and integrity. Now, I've done a podcast on integrity before, and I'll link it in the show notes. But today's podcast adds a different flavor or dimension to our understanding of what it means to be real. An alternative title could be what we learn about ourselves and others from online dating. Colleagues, much, much can be learned from online dating. And as you have no doubt surmised from my interest in the subject, I myself have entered the world of online dating. I know that some people see online dating as a low effort way of meeting a potential mate, but I think it's a wonderful way to cast a large net. And it seems these days that a large net is exactly what is needed. And in these large nets, you're bound to find some catfish. The key takeaway today is why it ultimately does not benefit us to pretend to be someone we are not. Now, I don't think anyone wants to be viewed as fake. Perhaps what we want is to be enhanced, a better version of ourselves. But how much enhancement does it take for us to veer away from our true selves and into inauthenticity, a lack of integrity, and fakerdom? Catfish territory. Catfish is a term that comes from an MTV reality TV show by the same name about people in online dating relationships with people who were not who they said they were. That's still the common definition. However, I've seen people accuse others of catfishing for using too much filter, using very old photos, or let's just say extremely flattering angles. I don't even think we need a term for it. If we've spent any time on Instagram, we know that some people do not look like they appear on apps. And if we spent any time in the real world, we know that some people are not who they say they are. By the way, catfish have gotten a bit of a raw deal out of this. It's not as if they have been deliberately masquerading as another kind of fish in a deceitful manner. Instead, they were used in the days of yore to keep cod active during transportation. It's a long story, which I'll let you Google. So... We know for a fact that unrealistic imagery on social media is very damaging to children, particularly girls. But I think all of this fakery is damaging to us. It's damaging to fake and to be faked. Now, I would ask you, are you who you say you are? Are you authentic? Do you have integrity with yourself and others? How may it negatively affect you to show up as different than who you are? In dating, we are marketing ourselves, but we're marketing ourselves all the time. We do this when we're applying for a job or trying to get a new client. We even do this in court. We want to put the best versions of ourselves forward. We want to make a good impression. But what happens when we aren't authentic and forthright about who we are? Now, have you ever ordered something from wish.com? I haven't, but I've seen the memes with the Wish.com versions of what someone else ordered. It's hilarious. Basically, you think you're buying a beautiful, elegant dress to receive something vaguely resembling clothing from an unbranded factory in China. 
even though you may have only spent $8 on the item, I mean, hey, you thought you were getting a good deal, you were disappointed, very disappointed. And in dating, I think we get in trouble as soon as the mask slips. We can only fake it for so long. And that's true for all situations, really. I never want people to be disappointed by the real me. I've taken a radical approach to honesty by being as much me as I possibly can. And I do this in every part of my life. In dating, I make sure my dating profile says exactly who I am and what I do not want. I say specifically that I'm an outspoken, opinionated feminist. I even include sweaty, no makeup selfies. Maybe that's too far. More importantly, I want to find somebody who's interested in the real me, not a version of me I can only fake for so long. Faking is unsustainable. It's two-dimensional. Let me illustrate this with an experience I recently had. First, some background. I'm an ex-smoker. No one hates smoking as much as an ex-smoker. Trust me on this. I swipe left immediately on any profiles of somebody who smokes. It's a total deal breaker. So I was talking to a gentleman caller from a dating app. We progressed to telephone calls. I could tell he was outside and breathing much like one would if they were puffing on an object. Was it a cigarette? Was it a vape? Was it a corn husk pipe? I did not know. I asked what he was doing, and he said breathing. Okay, fair enough. It's not like I'm going to interrogate him. But then we met up, and I could smell the faintest scent of smoke. But I was uncertain. Perhaps it could have come from somebody nearby. We were outside, but there were people around. I certainly didn't want to make accusations. But let me just say this. Things progressed, and it became all the more obvious that he was indeed a smoker. I went back and checked his profile only to find that whether he smoked or not was not listed. I thought, huh, this is a person who recognizes that smoking is something that will definitely be a deal breaker for some women. And yet he failed to include this important detail about himself. How did he expect it to go? Perhaps he could keep up the charade for long enough that she would develop feelings and not care that smoking was a deal breaker or two, that he had been deceitful about it. And ultimately, if someone is willing to hide the fact that he smokes, what else is he willing to hide or lie about? And so let's think about this in life, in work, in everything. What do we lose when we show up without authenticity? We lose our integrity, and people can sense it. Most of us have a sixth sense for fakers. Granted, there are some really great con artists, but most of us have not mastered that art. Inauthenticity stifles connection. It prevents us from developing professional and personal relationships. It keeps us stuck. We have to allow people to see us for who we are. I could pretend to be the perfect attorney, the perfect mom, the perfect coach, but who wants to be coached by someone who's perfect? who has never struggled. I find that my coaching clients value that I speak not from on high, but rather from experience. I've been in the gutter of burnout and overwhelm, and I know there's a way out. And I absolutely love to shatter people's expectations of me. But I also know I'm not for everyone, and I don't have to be, and neither do you. I'm not saying let's not try to be the best versions of ourselves. I believe self-improvement is a worthy endeavor but it's improvement and enhancement, 
not a personality transplant. It's about developing resilience, not becoming a robot. Be you. You are worthy. You are good enough. You do not have to fake it. And if you would like to work with me one-on-one, sign up for a free mini session on my website, www.thejoyfulattorney.com. Let's show up as ourselves and see if we're a good fit. Until next time, happy holidays and stay joyful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.